You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. All right, here we go. Ingrid's going to introduce this uh, this episode. All right. Welcome back to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood, and his sidekick, Ingrid. That's me. I should have you just re-record the entire intro. That'd be awesome. I was in- You uh, are tired of average. I can say it. <laughs> that would be hilarious actually um it's funny when i was you know creating this podcast at the very start i'm like should i get somebody else to say the intro like it's my voice but it kind of sounds a little different it I'm does like, all right i gotta use my radio voice it was a bass voice bass voice yeah right. anyway i like it we'll keep it for now mm-hmm. maybe in season three it'll <laughs> we'll switch it up or something but we'll maybe. keep it for now mm-hmm all right, how's your day going? Not too bad. Right on. Yep, a little bit of a sleepless night last night, but I'm pulling through. Pulling through. Yep. That's what we do. Yep. It's kind of kind of like being resilient, eh? You kind of have to. But, you know, I actually, at the end of my day yesterday, it was a super long day. Yeah. So many things happened. It was like the never-ending day. And I was a little bit peeved that I hadn't really had any time to myself. Um, but when I had a chance to like reflect after the day was over, I realized I handled every situation the best that I possibly could. And I had no regrets about it, you know, and, and that's kind of rare for like a busy sort of overwhelming type day. And I just felt that I was, uh, able to just, um, continue powering through, which isn't, you know, an everyday thing for me. So I took some time to congratulate myself on that. That I like that perspective. Like. How, how did I handle it? Like you can look back on your day and say what, or even your week, you know, and say like, man, that was crazy whirlwind. Like I never had a chance to do X, Y, Z, but I handled it as best I could. That's, that's focusing less on the outcome and more on the process. Yeah. I think. And that's what, that's what's truly important. So it can be easy to get overwhelmed and, 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 you know, it's, it's something that I like to, to focus on. Hmm. I'm just thinking back to my week now, like it's not been the best week. We've had some, you know, family stuff going on and mm-hmm. anyway, um, but I think it's been handled as best as possible and it's, I know, something to be cognizant of. You just it's, be proud of what you've, what you've done. It might well, not be, yeah. you know, the outcome that you wanted, but it's the way you handle it. So, and it's, you know what, I'm just going to follow up and say, you know, it's, it's, a different feeling to reflect on a crappy day than it is to reflect on a crappy day because you, your actions made a crappy, Mm. you know, it can be crappy because things got thrown at you. That's okay. Um, But reflecting on your own uh, reactions or the way you handled things uh, is hard. So I try to look back on my day with no regrets. We did a, we did a podcast reacting versus responding. Oh yeah. We should probably listen to it's that. It's like again. I learned something from it. It's weird. <laughs> All right. Today's topic. Let's dive into this. Okay. So um, this is about knowledge. And I truly believe that we as a society don't need to know more things, especially when it comes to our health and nutrition. Um, wow. 
That's kind of a heavy statement, actually, since we're always seeking more knowledge. It's true. I think there's a few problems with it, and we're going to kind of go over each one of those. And so it's not that we shouldn't continue to learn. I think learning is important, but there's a difference between learning and taking that learning that you, you have acquired and putting it into practice. That's, there's a, a gap between those two things. And so what I think, what I see a lot of people do is that they just keep acquiring knowledge more, more. I need to find out more. I need to read another book. I need to, you know, listen to another podcast, whatever it is, but they never take that next step. They never take like, okay, you have the knowledge. Now, what are you going to actually do with it? And that's, that's where I see the, the problem. The main problem is so why, why is knowing not enough to make change. And so we got, I got five, um, I guess ideas here as to why that's the case. And I'll let you lead off the first one. Cause I see you have a, a oh. bunch of notes on this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first one came pretty easily because it's a frequent occurrence that we'll have people sitting right here at this desk coming in for some new, often nutrition advice, but you know, it could be some other things like uh, to do with their mindset or habits or fitness. Um, they come in here and say, I know what to do. It just, it just, I just need somebody to keep me on track. Yeah. Uh, so I think accountability is one of the biggest reasons why knowing is not enough. I find when people are left to their own devices, there is a very a lowered chance of success. I won't say a very low chance of success, a slightly or definitely lower chance that you're going to be successful at whatever goal it is, whatever you're looking at changing. Um, because it's hard to keep yourself accountable. It's really hard to be accountable to yourself. And there's a reason for that is because mm -hmm. usually the self-accountability, we keep that in our head. Right. And our head is a very messed up place. <laughs> Things can get twisted and turned around up there. You can, you know, convince yourself that it's okay to do what you said you weren't going to do or change your mind. Because yeah. in your mind, it's like, well, who's going to know? Who's going to know? Right? It's just Nobody me. knows I was going to do that. So now if I don't do that, then what's, you know, what's it going to make a difference to? So the answer is going to make a difference to you. The, so uh, yeah, the accountability piece is super important. And I think the accountability piece also, there's, I have my own view on this, mm -hmm. that, you know, put your money where your mouth is, literally. Yes. If you if you pay for accountability, you have now shown that there is value. M money is value. That's all it is. Like a piece of paper is not worth anything, but it represents value. And when you take the value of that money and you put it towards somebody who's going to keep you accountable, you are more likely to be successful in that program, whatever you're looking to be accountable to or for. So I think that's a, a, a big component. Now, are there people that can do it without like a friend or a family member? Yes. yes. There's always the outliers. I think those are few and far between. But those that hire an actual coach or, you know, uh, a dietitian, nutritionist, uh, a fitness coach, whatever it is, those that actually put their money where their mouth is are more likely to be successful in the long run than those that just throw it out there, say they're going to do it and 
hope, hope it happens. And hope it happens. Right? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of added value. Um, well, what, certainly when you're paying for something, a service, um, but just being accountable to another person uh, just adds value to the work that you're doing. Um, I think you can, you know, if you're doing your, you know, your own housework, like, cool, that's, I'm not super motivated to do that. But, you know, if you asked me for help with your housework, you know, that would, I would be a lot more, um, there would be more value to that because, you know, I'm helping somebody. I'm, you know, somebody else is looking at what I'm doing. For sure. And there's, this is not to discount accountabilities. Like I'm so glad you used that word again. <laughs> they're so important. And it's, think about people going for walks. You're more likely to go for a walk when you're meeting somebody at a certain place and at a certain time. You've made a commitment. And that commitment is the accountability. That's that's what it is. And so having one of those friends or family members that, that you can count on, then you feel like they're also counting on you to show up, right? It, it's yeah. a two-way street. Yeah. And because of that, it's kind of like this like unwritten contract, basically. Absolutely. Right? That's uh, how I sort of got into this, to CrossFit. I mean, yes, it was you. But not until I got into the classes and realized that when I didn't go, certain people were looking for me or missed me. And yeah, I knew I was supposed to go to the gym and get my workout. But until there was an expectation for me to be there, I was not accountable and, and therefore much less successful. For sure. Yeah. And I know there's tons of apps that are there that will help you that, mm. you know, you, you set these certain goals. Um, you know, I want to be 80% of uh, consistent with XYZ, whatever it is. Right. And then you check it off along the way. A lot of times that visual can actually help with the, the, the tracking or the, the accountability piece to it. Like, Oh, if I want to hit my, you know, 80% goal, I better, you know, plan out the rest of my week. So it kind of sets, sets you up. I had a conversation with one of our members this morning about that. She's doing one of our current lifestyle challenges. And she said, you know, it's funny. I know I'm supposed to do all these things. <laughs> But, you know, uh, I've got this app now and I get to check it off every day and it bothers me if it's not checked off. So she said, I, I see it there and it's making me accountable. You know, she's not face to face with the coach right now, but the, the message is coming through and she's doing what she needs to do because she wants to get those things checked off. For sure. All right. So that's that's probably the biggest one of why knowing's not enough is because the that accountability piece just just isn't there. Uh, next one. Time management has not been honed in. So you can know all the things, but if you don't prioritize your time properly, this kind of goes back into the, the accountability piece a little bit or what we just talked about with the app. But if it's not, if it's not important to you, you're probably not going to do it. And it has, it, it has to be prioritized. So oftentimes we'll, we'll hear people say, you know, Oh, my day just got so busy. And what's the first thing that falls off the gym time. Yep. It's just, that's it. Where, and this is this is a stat for us here at our gym, but of all the people that are on our 1,000 member wall, that those are members that have been here for 1,000 classes or more, those that are on the wall are generally morning people. It's not, evening people are up there, it's true, but the majority of them either have started or at some point were morning members. And that's because that was a priority for them. They made it the very first thing that they did after they woke up, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to get dressed, I'm going to go to the gym. 
And because that was a priority and they were better able to manage their time and the things that were important to them, they were more successful. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want. Yeah. To build resiliency, we need to prioritize the things that will make the biggest difference in our lives. And really, what is your life? It's, it's your health. It's your health. If you don't have your health, you don't have a life. Wow. Period. There you go. Right? Yeah. So do what you need to do as soon as you can. We often talk about it, and I am coach the early morning classes here, so my folks are pretty dedicated. It's usually about the same group every day, and we talk about that a lot. It's you know important for them to look after themselves before the day gets so busy and things start to pop up. Um, and the more things pop up, they I find the less likely people are to then you know do what they need to do for themselves. It's the first thing: busy moms, busy dads. They will neglect themselves. Um, I've seen it time and time again. And you know what? I've, I've done it time and time again too. So, but I've definitely learned a lot from it. Uh, the morning people are honestly the most, the most successful people around, I think. We, I hear this often from mm. like later working out our people mm. that the morning crew are a different breed. <laughs> Yeah, we joked about it this morning. Someone showed up and and she said, uh, I think this is my first time I've ever been to the 6 a.m. crew. And she never met any of them because they only come at 6 (laughs) a.m. And one of them said, we're real. We're not just a figment of people's imaginations. We're real people. The 6 a.m. isn't Arnia. Right? It actually exists. Yeah. Um, And we get it. Like, listen, not not everybody can make a 6 a.m. class work. Totally get that. And, And we're not... We're not expecting that to be a reality for everybody. Sometimes the evening is the only thing, but you still have the option of prioritizing that time. You treat it like an appointment. If you have a dentist or a doctor's appointment, you know, you don't call them up an hour before and say, "Uh, I can't make it. You know, I I just don't feel like coming in. What? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. My day got busy. Yeah. Really? No, you you would plan your day around that appointment. Right. And when you prioritize that, when you make either the gym time or your meal prep time as a scheduled event. This is blocked off time and, you know, barring any emergencies, nothing's going to prevent me from making that appointment for myself. Great. And you know what? You spend a lot of time prioritizing other things. So why not just give yourself one hour? We could look at somebody's phone status there, the, the app usage, and we would tell, we would be very easily see what you prioritize. Mm. If you have hours of Netflix or Facebook or Instagram or TikTok, you name it. If, if you look at that and every week there's eight hours of TikTok time, oh boy, mm. right? That mm-hmm. just shows you what, what you're prioritizing, right? And it's not to say never, but eight hours is a lot of time that you could be doing something else that's more productive. Yep. Anyway. Next one, why knowing is not enough. I believe that people often wait for motivation. So we talked about that gap between knowing and doing. And that gap, people often wait for motivation or inspiration to kick in before they actually decide or or act and do something about it. And that's that's a loop. Mm -hmm. But the loop starts at the wrong spot for most people. The loop is actually starting with action. So once you decide to do something with the knowledge that you have, that's going to create momentum and success, which will then increase your motivation to continue doing that action. 
and it's not immediate. It, that action will take some time. I've, I've said it before, you know, if you come into the gym on day one and you work out really hard and you go home and you look in the mirror, what do you see? Nothing, Nothing. right? There's no change. So you have to keep doing that action consistently, repeatedly, before you start seeing the results. Once you start seeing the results, then you're motivated to continue, continue going, doing. right? It's same with food prep, meal prep. It's, yeah, does it, is it enjoyable during? Probably not. I don't know. There's some people that really enjoy cooking and, and food prep, but most people I know, it's kind of like another chore, like vacuuming or doing the laundry, right? But once you start doing it consistently and eating well, then you start to feel better then you're less tired, then you're more likely to have more energy for everything else. It's much easier to continue doing that habit once you've started it. But that's the key is starting. starting. You have to start. Yeah. People are often waiting for motivation as like some sort of magical thing that's going to come into their brains. You know, I'm just waiting for the motivation. Well, you know, sitting and waiting, not much magic comes of that. No. You know. The magic comes from doing. Yeah. It's like... You you had this uh, motivation app. Yeah, I love my motivation app. Motivational quotes or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's it's like people waiting for the right one. Like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait. So one day one day that right that very perfect quote is gonna come up my phone and then then I'm gonna change my life. No, that's not how it works, bro. No, (laughs) you gotta do something first. The motivation is just like a dopamine hit. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. Like you see that quote and you're like, yeah. Now, we talked about this before. If you have a specific quote, like one that really speaks to you, that's more like a mantra, well, that's different. That's not, you're not just waiting for it to happen, right? Mm. So when I look at my arm and I see the, mm. the quotes on me, yeah, those are mantras. Those are part of my identity. They're, they're who I am and it's how I live my life. Well, that's different than just, you know, reading a quote on Facebook and be like, yeah, I'm motivated to do something now. You can't rely on that. It's not going to... I wonder how long that thought will last. Right. Hmm. Until you're out there. Right. All right. Number four. I actually think this is a big one, one we've talked about before, but um, it bears repeating, hmm. is the concept of paralysis by analysis. And this is the concept of just knowing too much. You, you've you read all the diet books. You know that there's keto, Mediterranean, paleo, intermittent fasting like you name it you know all the diets but you don't pick one that's the, yeah you're just like which one should i pick and you you want to dive in and do more research and then you're asking all your friends and, and family like well what one have you done and you're doing all this comparing contrasting and it just stops you it prevents you from taking action and that's that's probably one of the biggest reasons why knowing is not enough is because knowing too much is actually detrimental yeah and we're living in a society that now that knows everything about everything and you can find contrasting beliefs for anything that you can even you know think of reasons to reasons for reasons against this is better my way's better you know there's just an endless wormhole of of information and not all of it's even reliable I would say a lot of it isn't reliable. So right. if you're looking for information, there's no shortage of it, but there's, you know, a shortage of time in your life to, for making action. So, and it does create a lot of overwhelm. Yeah. I mean, you, you type in good nutrition into Google and oh you're getting gosh. hundreds of millions of results. 
just filtering through any of that to find something that speaks to you or I don't know. It's just, there's a lot. Do you know anybody that you could find that would help you filter through all that garbage? Someone like a coach. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That goes back to the accountability piece. Oh, weird. But yeah, definitely having having somebody that has done that, who has filtered that information, who who has that experience, uh, working with other people, going through the the same things that you're going through. Look, no problems are new. We we've all there's a, a saying that all problems have been solved. It's just we got to find out what what the solutions are. They already exist. We just have to find the right ones. And so, you know, when we have people come in, we can rely on the experiences that we've had helping other people and fall back on those so that you're not just looking for anything that works. You're looking for the right thing that works. That's the main difference. Being able to filter all of that is, it's time consuming if you don't know where to start. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last one. And I think this is a pretty big one. I think it's heavy. And it's it's deep. Yeah. Um, but it's a lack of knowing your why. And... Just elaborate on the why itself for some of our people that may be just tuning in. So this is a... This is what is your internal reason for wanting to make a change in the first place? And we often look to, you know, outside things as, as to reasons why, but... When you actually find out, okay, I'll give my example, I guess, because it's recent. Mm-hmm. Um, my reason for working out came to fruition when my daughter asked me to teach her how to lift weights. Like, damn, man, that's that's why. That's why I do this. It's like, yeah, are my physical benefits part of the reason? Absolutely. But it's to inspire and, and you know, pass that, that down to my children so when holly goes hey show me that move that that mommy was doing at the gym holy Mm -hmm. shit okay we grabbed the smallest bar we had at the gym we went home and we we practiced with a broomstick and that made my year (laughs) it made my life it It made my life like it really did Mm -hmm. and now when she comes home after school it's like hey can we go in the in the garage and and do that bar thing again like she doesn't even know what it's called but no she knows how to do it she was awfully proud of it when I brought it up the other night too. And so when I love it, when I don't feel motivated, when I'm not inspired to work out, when everything's kind of going against me, I'm now going to go back to that reason. Like, why am I doing this? I'm doing it for her. I'm showing her that I'm a priority, that this is important to me. And now it's rubbing off on her and it's becoming important to her. Now, will it forever? I hope so might not but at least it is now and that's that's the important part and so how do you find out your why i think you need to spend some time alone with no distractions and just just be that's it and that's hard to do it's very hard to do Mm -hmm. i have a few Mm -hmm. people in the gym i think there's three of them now that i've challenged uh to do the 12-hour walk and they're going to just walk for 12 hours. No electronics, no phone, no interaction with other people. And these three, I hope, will come out of that experience with more questions than answers. But it will give them focus. 
It will give them things that they can now think about because right now all their brains are very busy. There's a lot of different things going on in all their lives. And by going on this 12 hour walk by themselves, it's like this solitude exercise. I hope that they find some questions that they can actually hone in on and then later spend some time thinking about those. So they're going to bring um, like a notepad and a writing utensil. And then if they think of something, they can write it down and, and refer to it later on. But that's a, a nice challenge. If anyone else would like to try it, uh, you can go. There's a website called The 12-Hour Walk, and you can sign up and just commit to it. There's no cost or anything. It's just you just do it. But, man, like this is perfect weather. Yeah. <laughs> it's right now. It it's really not, is. It's not crazy hot, and it's not snowing yet. So it's like the perfect time to, to try something like that and get that done. So anyway. How often do you, how much time do you think people spend just in their own head without other things around? Uh, physical distractions, uh, screens, electronics, things like that. Do you think people get I, enough? I would say on average 27 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's not, too it's, bad though. It's not even in the minutes. No. There is so much stimulation going on right now that that's, it's hard to know what your heart actually wants you to do for yourself or your brain. You know, it's your feet. You put so many things in. It's hard to tell what it would focus on if you didn't. And that's why meditation, like I fell off a little bit when, when we had our new puppy and we were up at all hours of the night, letting, mm -hmm. her, letting her out. But now that she actually sleeps in, uh, I get up and I now do my meditation. I think I'm on a 20, 20 or 21 day streak so far um, and it feels good because now it's that's my dedicated time to be focused on it's not even focused that's not the right word it's just it's, it's or just, it's like allowing just quiet natural thoughts and and feeling yeah in just it's not to prevent thoughts it's not to prevent feelings but it's just meant to allow the space for those to come out and when we're distracted by everything, that's, that's not helpful. Yeah. And so getting away from technology, getting away from reading and watching videos and all that stuff, again, we don't need to know more. <laughs> we need to get in tune with ourselves and finding out what our why is so that we then, again, this all goes back to taking action. And that's what we hope that this episode leads people to do. So. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's I'm, so I'm sweating right now. <laughs> I don't know if it's just hot in this office, but this is a hot topic. I don't know. Yeah. And it's a bit heavy. Yeah. It comes up a lot and uh, I'm kind of uh, happy to break it down because, you know, a lot of the times we talk about the accountability. Yeah. You don't know, you know what to do, but you're not doing it. Um, but this has really gone, gone deeper on a deeper level for me, actually. So. All right. So cool. here it is. After you listen to this, if, the, if you stuck around this long, after you listen to this, go out and actually do something. I don't care what it is, but do something that's going to be beneficial for either your fitness, your nutrition, or your mindset. No matter what, go do something as soon as you stop listening to this. Cool. Good to go. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe, and I'll see you next time.